I had any rhythm, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. All right. You ready to jump into it? Anytime you are, boss. Hello and welcome back to Creator's Dementia. It is me, your most favorite person in the world, along with my co-host. Second most favorite person in the world. We're tied. Uh, <laughs> so, if you are watching this on YouTube, you can see a whole new setting is going on right now. Got to move my actual office space upstairs, and if you've been paying attention to my clapper and TikTok and all that fun crap, even Facebook Reels, you'll see where I was in the process of moving everything up here. So, me and Alan's not going to be down in the dining room anymore where we have animals going nuts. And hopefully up here, you won't be able to hear the traffic so much either. Because I know it can still blend in with the microphones as loud-ass trucks and stuff pass by. Um, but got some decent lights. Um, my, my son actually brought up his ring light for me. He And he said, here, use this. So I've got a good ring light over there. And got a talk bar, as you can see now, just to make it a little more fun. And a sunset light, which was extremely cheap. It was on sale. And I could not pass up that deal just to make it look a whole lot better for the ones who actually watch us on YouTube. It's I, I can feel the greatness in here now. Hmm. It's amazing. Makes you speechless. It does. I want it to be quiet. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> so I am still in my church clothes. Uh, me and Alan pushed the date of recording back a day because we were both so busy yesterday. Uh, his daughter had sports events to go to, and I had a barbecue. And, and I, I drank a little too much yesterday, and I didn't mean to. Hmm. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it's bad when you admit it's bad. Yes. Like, I asked for forgiveness and everything this morning. Because, <laughs> like, usually if, if I have a beer with it i'll have like maybe two or three just to you know be social last night it was a lot more than that and i felt bad <laughs> for doing that you, you know what's an inter interesting thing i don't want to get too far off so you know there's like three percent of people does does not have a hangover really yeah three percent and i can you know what got me looking at that which we all have our done our types of drinking or whatever. Oh, yeah. I have never had a hangover. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've had bad ones. Never. Mm. Sickness or anything. So you're part of that 3%. I sure, sure <laughs> hope so. Because a friend of mine, he lived with us at, when I was growing up. And, of course, you know how you are being 17, 16, 17. You'd sneak back home. Oh, yeah. And you think mom and dad was doing it on purpose purpose because daddy'd get us up early and there'd be a big layout of gravy and biscuit and ham and stuff in your life and i'd be telling the other guy you need to eat yeah need to eat. <laughs> don't be suspicious don't be suspicious you need to eat <laughs> he'd be like uh, i can't do it <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there going yeah. wolfing it down you know it's like no hangover i'm good i got this you know, I say if he would have ate that, he would have felt a hell of a lot better. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I was eating graham crackers last night to sober myself up. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, I mean, I was chowing them down while playing Call of Duty with everybody. I seen that you was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't like to get drunk drunk. I mm -hmm. can't stand it. 
But yesterday, I it was just I was having so much fun playing cornhole, having a barbecue. I just I did not pay it pay attention to what I was doing. You know, it, it even <laughs> says you know you said you asked for forgiveness. I it did. says to that it's you can drink to be happy. Yeah. Of course, they, where where that point is, and it depends on your belief too. Before that point is, you know, there's a break off point. Yeah, it's uh like it's not against religions to have a beer or a drink. The only time it reaches to that point of concern is if it Chained, al- alters your state of mind. mind. Yeah. Yes, and I went beyond that, and I was like, oh, or I if suck. it hurts, or if it hurts your testimony. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Anyway, and when, <laughs> and just for the record, when I well, I didn't hit the table. When I get to that point, I get deep and truthful and personal. Oh no! Yeah, my wife knows everything. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she felt the most love last night than ever because I was just like, I love you so much. I'm glad you come with me to the barbecue. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, What did I, I do? <laughs> And she's all cuddled up next yeah, to That's right. Like, she was all smiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Anyways, enough of the weekend, Warriors. Uh, today's topic is going to be a very interesting one. Uh, we gave y'all a little bit of a, a teaser on the last go-around. And me and Alan did some research. And there's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, not only are we going to do... Well, I know y'all heard that big-ass truck. Jeez. There's no hiding that. There isn't. I need to soundproof this room. Get some egg cartons or whatever and just place them all around everywhere. That or get one one of them, one things that sit right here and then just have to raise the camera higher. But anyways, uh, so yeah, dreams is the topic. A lot of different concepts with this. A lot of different angles you can take it. And we're going to go from actual dreams to aspiring dreams with this one. Uh, So I will go ahead and actually let Alan go first because like I was saying before, his notes (laughs) seem more organized than mine. So I'll I'll let you take it away on this one. As as we told you last week, today, you know, this two-person panel of experts on dreams, we're going to talk about Dreams, nightmares, and all the strange dreams, whether you're running naked from giant hamsters or uh, standing in your kitchen pan in the refrigerator. You know, oh, I've just, had that dream. Oh, well, we're going to talk. I'm, yeah. I'm not one to experience with that. I'll let you there. But, uh, I didn't have no giant hamsters. But if, you know, dream, dream, <laughs> dreamology is, as if you want to call it the study of dreams, it's actually a real thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I worked. I, I had the opportunity to work in sleep lab for about sixteen years at TJ's. Oh, that's and, awesome! And uh, just a little bit of the science part of it. Uh, you got roughly four stages of sleep. You got stage. You got your wake. You got stage one, which most of us falls asleep like at school. You're propped up, and you're like dozing. Stage two, you'd be like <sighs> the first one would be like you. You pop up. You're like nobody seen me to sleep. Mm-hmm. And stage two was like, well, dang it, the teacher has seen me. <laughs> stage three, you do, you can have some dreams in it, mm-hmm. but it's right before REM sleep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, usually REM sleep, which is REM sleep, it's the sleep where you do the majority of your dreaming, 
you hit it in about 60 to 90 minutes after you first go to sleep. The REM cycle. Yeah. And you roughly, you have about eight cycles a night on an average person, and each cycle gets longer and longer and longer and longer, up to 30 minutes. Oh, well. Uh, like I said, this is the science part of it. Um, if anybody's had children, uh, baby brother, baby sister, baby cousin, or anything, uh, when you're getting ready to put them to bed, like with my children, we'd always wait till they's in a good, deep sleep. You'd mm-hmm. pick them up, and they'd be like little noodles just yeah. flopping everywhere. <laughs> uh, that is what our bodies does when we hit REM sleep. Mm, okay. It what it does, it cuts off. It tries to cut off all motor function to the body. That way, as you're dreaming, you don't act out your dreams. <laughs> of which sometimes there's a disconnect right there, and it don't quite work the way it should. Yeah. Uh, that's when you have kids usually peeing the bed because their all their muscle functions relax. Mm. You know that's usually if you're hot when you go to bed, and all of a sudden you wake up and you're freezing cold. Mm-hmm. You've been in REM sleep. Oh, because okay. your body can't keep it doesn't regulate itself thermically, whatever the notion is yeah. to that. Okay, uh, did not know that. Interesting fact: it is impossible to remember the first part of your dream. I can see that. Yeah, it is impossible. The way you got so many chemicals that's released to trigger that dream. Yeah, and uh, you cannot remember the first part of your dream within five minutes after waking up you have forgotten 50% of your dream. Really? Within three hours, it's 90, 90% gone. That's why you only get glimpses of huh. the dream. Uh, what they say to do to help with that, like I said, this is the science part of it. Dream journal? Dream journal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's you know, in my notes, okay. too. <laughs> and, look, and that'll also help with lucid dreaming, too, because it... Yep. Okay. <laughs> I got that one, too. Yeah, if you get in the habit, as soon as you wake up, write it down... It's going to get better and better and better. And before yep. you know it, when you first wake up from a dream, you'll automatically start doing it. And you you may not remember writing that dream down. Yeah. And that'll be, that's a good way to remember it. Uh, I, I found a good statement online. Uh, it said, they don't deceive, they do not lie. They do not distort and they do not disguise anything. What is it? Is it your dreams? It's your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I can't remember the author's uh, name, but it was yeah. not mine. But uh, I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Was, I mean, you can add on <laughs> anytime. Uh, uh, another thing is uh, because it accesses different parts of your brain. Uh, you cannot read in your sleep. Really? They say you cannot read. Like if you open up a book in your dream, you don't read it. You may recognize, like, like the poster right there. He's got a poster behind the camera that says "Heroes." It's a good show. It's a very good show. It's very underrated. The first two seasons. Of right. Uh, but you'll rec- you know how you can recognize like when I read, they certain words I don't read. I'll yeah, because you know just, it all. Yeah, it just automatically yeah. in your head. But they say that part of your brain, when it comes to reading words, mm-hmm. shuts down. Huh. So, uh, okay. use, useless information. <laughs> right. Be weird, useless facts. <laughs> useless facts. I'm, I'm full of them. <laughs> That's what makes us happy. It is. I mean, uh, and blind people dream. That's awesome. I mean, 
if you went blind later in life and correct you you can comment and correct me if i'm wrong you, if you went blind later in life you still dream mm -hmm. picture dreams right but i mean if you've never seen or anything as you can imagine you dream in sounds and they're more likely to have nightmares what it's what it reads yeah i want do is it possible that they would uh have dreams in version of uh like uh daredevil's sonar vision it does make you wonder if they yeah. have a general ideal you know because you do they do feel yeah you know, and it does make that would be cool that would be not to have to dream that way but right to, but to be way. able to dream that way yes yeah yeah um so yeah dreams actually they they derive they say it derives from real life uh events really yeah real life events and connections that are constrained by your unconscious desires it's a uh, it's said to represent kind of like a fulfillment of a wish. Um, you know, it says that dreams can reveal unconscious desires and repressed conflicts, which you know, I've, I can I can believe that to an extent, because uh, you know, if you're if you're having like a stressful day and you have a dream about it, there's a lot of representation of different things inside that dream that literally represent what you went through during that day. I mean. Uh you know, we was talking about the science part of it. Exactly what you're saying. It's a way <clears throat> for your brain to file away the day, to mm. sort it out, so you can wake up more clear the next day, ready mm -hmm. to focus. Even when 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 I was doing boxing or doing wrestling, you know, that's just what I'm focusing on. Or when I'm studying for something at work, it is highly recommended that you get your sleep. Yep. Get enough sleep that you go into REM. That way, all that information can be filed away. Yep. Or, of course, it's like anything. You know, you stay up late studying for a test, and you got it when you lay down, then you wake up, and it's, it's mm -hmm. gone. Uh, my cousin Amy Lou, she was taking a psychology class a long time ago, and this is in reference to what I did last night. You know, just drink a little. But uh, <laughs> the uh, the teacher told her that, before you start studying, and this is only for adults, uh, drink one beer, study, then drink two after, and you're supposed to remember everything that you studied. That, may, that makes good sense because uh, where alcohol gets you, uh -huh. if, if you've ever noticed, if you really, really drink or you get to the point where you don't forget what you've done that night, you really sleep well and you have some vivid dreams. Mm -hmm. um, an interesting thing, too... Dick. An <laughs> <laughs> interesting thing too. That's a loud vehicle. That was. Guess, she, was I wonder is it a truck or a car? It's cars or something like that. It's probably something with a bad exhaust. More likely a car. Yeah, I agree. It, yeah. it is Kentucky. It is. Uh, mm. But uh, your body keeps up without with how much sleep it's lacking. Really. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that because I'm tired all the time. So. Yeah, it, you you can look at it. It's like a bank. Uh, REM is very important to your sleep. Yeah. You can actually have dementia set up if you don't get enough sleep through your lifetime, and it can set up into dementia and Parkinson's. And wow. It can lead into that just because some of the proteins that's released by the body, alpha. I think it's alpha sin nuclear nucleon. Hmm. It's a protein that your brain releases, uh -huh. and it can build up over time. Oh, well. But uh, 
I'm getting too far off track. Uh, Keep going. We're good. Uh, <laughs> rim, you can think of your body as when it comes to rim, the less amount of rim you get, your sleep bank keeps up with how much in debt to rim you are. Oh. Now, with that being said, when you take medicine, say you take NyQuil, or you take something to help you sleep at night time, mm-hmm. then all time, and it just <clears throat> knocks you down into funky ass dreams that you yeah. just, you just like, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, running from, running naked from a giant hamster. Hamster, <clears throat> yep. <laughs> and that's what happened. You know, your body keeps up with how much, and when you have something to help you sleep, a beer, two or three beers for a study test, yeah. it, it not, you go into REM that much quicker. Yeah. And you stay there, but you can't say, well, I'm going to sleep extra these two days and get caught up. Right. You know, get it prepared. It, it You can't get, you can't store it, but it keeps up with how much you need. Oh, wow. So that, what you was talking about, your that teacher saying that, mm-hmm. that has some validity to it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty neat. It's only for adults. Only for adults. 21 and older. <laughs> Unless you got a sore throat and a teaspoon. A teaspoon of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> What was what I was looking for? Uh, <laughs> parental guidance. Parental guidance. Very much. <laughs> yes. You got to have a guardian present for that one. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah. I, I, I can believe about the whole REM cycle because, I mean, well, like you, you sleep maybe, what, three, four hours a day? Yeah. <laughs> on, on the days I work, I usually sleep three and a half, four hours. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's uh, it's weird how you know a lot of our bodies are yeah our bodies and our minds are freaking different when it comes to stuff like that because like everybody always says you need eight hours of sleep. If I sleep eight hours, I feel like crap. If I sleep five hours, I feel like crap. If I get between six and seven, right I'm golden. I am active all day long. But there is such thing as too much sleep and not enough. Yeah, especially the older you get. <laughs> yes. You don't want to sleep more than seven hours, in my opinion, when you get older because your back will start to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up all hunched over like, oh, that's a bad idea. Even though my wife is totally different. Oh, Joni is too. Yeah, I don't yeah, I, I, I'm up at 6 o'clock every day, no matter what. And then my wife will look at me and be like, why didn't you sleep any longer? I'm like, I can't. It's My yeah. mind's like, hey, get up. So I get up. Yeah. I start saying when, when I message you back, Israel, like, you're up early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this ain't early for me. This is right on time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there is a, there's actually no definitive evidence about what dreams consist of. Uh, even though most dreams represent a collection of thoughts, struggles, emotions, you know, events, people, places, and even symbols that are actually relevant to the dreamer. But the thing with, you know, this kind of statement is I don't fully agree with it, even though, you know, it's plausible. But, you know, I've had random ass dreams where literally nothing made sense and there was random people I have never seen before appear in my dreams. And talking about that, they they say if you you may have read it too, that isn't it is impossible. And like I said, like you said, you've done done a hundred percent agree with some that you just wrote. Right. I don't a hundred percent agree with this because how times have changed. Mm-hmm. But 
they say you cannot dream of a new person. Yeah, and see, I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with that at I all. I mean, they say if you dream of somebody that you don't recognize, it's somebody that you passed on the street, passed at Walmart or somewhere like that. But I, I got to looking at that, thinking about that when I was <clears> reading <throat> that, and I was like, no, I can probably put together, uh, well, even in these books, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be. You know, we we had talked about that one time about how we picture the people in our books or the characters. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't 100% agree with that one statement. I think our bodies, our minds are can make up new faces. Right. Of course, we meet thousands of people in our lifetime just oh, in yeah. passing. But And, I mean, you know, we're not going to register every daggone face that comes uh, through our path. That's just, it's not logical. I'm not no government spy. I can't do that. <laughs> but, you know, like when you get that random name to a random face in your dream, you can't explain that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's not all about what you've seen and what you've experienced, even though your dream may consist of something you've done or wish you've done. But, you know, that random ass person that just appears, and they're like, oh, well, you have seen them at some point in time. No, the hell I haven't. <laughs> I've been to places, but I haven't been to all the places. And I'm pretty sure this person does not exist. I've never seen that face before. Now, when I dream of celebrities or whatever, okay, cool, because I watch them on freaking TV and stuff, you know. It's a little desire to meet this celebrity, or if at some point you had a crush on that celebrity and they, you know, appear in your dream, you're like, all right, wish fulfilled, I got got it. But no, not everything that you dream about is in direct representation of what you've seen or felt. Ain't no way. Do you dream in black and white or color? Color. Color. Yep. All mine's always color. You know, sometimes, you know, it could be like dark, but yeah, it's always color. Mine has been too. They say if you dream, of course, TV and mm-hmm. mo- moving pictures, I'll say it like it. The amount that we're exposed to now has changed that a whole lot. Like mm-hmm. 90%, 90, 95% of people um, dream in color, but used to is black and white. Because they, of all the old style old, movies and stuff. stuff. And, huh. and they say if you dream in black and white now, you dream of it because it's a lack of emotion in the dream and that you're registering it as you're the observer. Oh, wow. That's one theory in it. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, too. It is. I've never... But I've never been black and white. No, I don't think I've ever dreamed black and white. I'm too emotional anyways, so (laughs) it's it's just not possible on my end. Black and white dream. That would be pretty cool to, to see. I, I guess the closest black and white dream I can imagine, which before we get into our dreams or something like that, is I remember dreaming of the bear when I was real little. The bear? And I was watching the bear, and it scared me uh-huh. because it was running towards my house yeah. down a hill. Yeah. And the bear was black. And, I, and, you know, if you really focus on it, everything around it lacked color. Mm-hmm. So the ba- the bear stood out, and I knew it was coming for me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hmm. I guess I was an observer. You was an observer on that one. But there's a lot of emotion when I woke up. (laughs) Because I remember waking Daddy up and it was like, It's a bear! How long till daylight? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That shows how old I was. (laughs) When are them candles going to get lit, Papa? (laughs) Son, where I wax. (laughs) My apologies. (laughs) I will oblige your request in the morning when the sun rises and the rooster crows. (laughs) 
Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day with the moonshine. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, that that. <clears throat> so I've been wa- like like I was talking about earlier. I was watching the show called The Peripheral, and the main characters on there they're southern, so they have that strong southern accent. <clears throat> and ever since I started watching that show, I don't know why, but I want to talk southern so bad. <laughs> You do, you just don't know it. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, oh, man. It is a good show, though. But that's not today's topic. One day we might talk about shows. Yeah. Hey, look, I found my cord. It's not on my shoulder anymore. No, oh, that's fine. There's <laughs> a cord on my shoulder. There's a cord on my shoulder. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it's to my headset. Oh, I got another headset, too. Uh, off of a pallet sale thing was worth 80 bucks I paid three dollars for it oh you can't beat that oh no and it is it works perfect I think I left it downstairs yeah now I got another headset and also um, at some point we're gonna have a guest with us awesome Uh, my little sister Paris she's an avid reader and she you know she reads a lot and I was gonna we're gonna get her on here to discuss her views on the books that she's read as a reader instead of our views as an author. Because it'd be a nice little change up there. Yeah. Figured that'd, that'd be nice to put out there. Ah, oh, there goes the mailbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to pop everything. <clears throat> uh, not my, I already popped my knuckles. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, moving forward with dreams, um, the one and me and Alan has talked about this, and I know he's probably, he's got it written down too. The worst dream to ever have involves sleep paralysis. Oh yeah, and it's such a it's such a wild history. Oh for my god, uh, sleep paralysis happens when you wake up during the dream phase of sleep. It's not fun at all. <laughs> Especially when you're new to it. I used to... <laughs> I'll go ahead and finish. I'll add this in a minute. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they say that <clears throat> with sleep paralysis, it's all about a chemical in your brain where, you know, you're, I call it the half in, half out, where you're in your surroundings, you see everything, but your surroundings are your, actual, are your dream, but you're actually awake. It's very weird. Yeah. And it's terrifying because... Like I said, you're half in, half out, so you know where you are. You realize what's going on, and you're trying to move. And uh, you're going to talk about it, too. That's yeah. called the incubus phase. Incubus. Phenomenon. Ooh. See, that's just like a succubus. Yeah, because you're going to... I would bet you're talking about the, going to, so the shadow on your The back. shadows. The shadow. Yes. With sleep paralysis, you try to move, and you can't. And it feels like something is on your chest suffocating you. Now, to dig just a little deeper in that one, there is, you know, they call it, what's it called? Um, the actual demon? Oh, uh, if you look it up, it's either a witch or a troll. Yeah, it's like the hag, I think. It's the, 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 ha- the hag's one of them. Yes. Uh, so... I know Alan's experiences too um, with sleep paralysis. Every time that I've done it, there's always a demon. Every time. 
Uh, it could be a hooded figure or just a complete shadowy, just decrepit looking thing. And I have been choked. I have been set on. I have been pulled. I have been pushed. And I have been spoken to. Now, scientists cannot tell me that that's just a chemical in my brain. You There's what, no way. You know what scientists say that is. <laughs> as, as I'm glad you said it just <laughs> like it. I, I agree 100%. Because like, like, like you said, you know, I experience some form of sleep paralysis twice mm-hmm. a week, mm-hmm. if not more. And it just depends on how tired I am, which is part it, of it. Exactly. It's always, it, your level of exhaustion will put you in that it, paralysis. It, it triggers it more. But uh, <clears throat> it is said, of course, you know, we talked about being in a REM cycle. You know, it disconnects your motor functions and everything. That's one part. Mm-hmm. They say it is. Because when you're, like you said, you're half in, half out, that hip, hypno, uh, it's called the incubus phenomenon, hypnopomic stage of sleep it's when you have the hallucinations after you fall asleep hmm. after you start to wake up they say i read this one too that the shadowy figure that you see behind you is your brain saying this could be i'm doing a side re- recording too this your brain <laughs> could be saying this is an image this is a shadow figure of you because because certain parts of your brain has shut down mm-hmm See, it's so, not what I've experienced at all. <laughs> at all. So, so, so basically, it is highly possible that I am a demon myself. <laughs> you are a shadowy figure sitting on somebody's back right then. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if I've done that to you. I apologize. Uh, no. No. I don't no. agree either. No. I, I mean, like you said, it's got such a wild history. It goes, Even in Mesopotamia, they thought it was demons. That's where it. Uh, yeah. the belief originate it from as far as they can recording that you right know I mean? yeah it, mm, no Ugh. like there there was one i was it, me and the wife was in bed of course you know and i was in the middle of my in and out phase and i in my head and i could hear myself doing it, i was screaming her name to wake me up I could, I mean, I as plain as day, I was like, Mary, help me. And then when you get that, that jolt, mm-hmm. you just yank yourself up. My, my entire body just went, boom, right in that bed. And she was like, what in the hell? I'm like, <laughs> I was in and out. Yeah. I said, I was in, in the in-between. And she knew what I was talking about. She said, are you okay? I said, I will be. You just got to give me a minute. And I, I just looked around the room for just get you the married. demon yeah. and to make sure I was actually fully awake. Was, uh, see, it's just last week, well, it's been probably two weeks ago, a similar dream I had. Yeah. I, I think it's funny how we, we, we talk about experiencing it, but the way we deal with it is different. Yeah. I mean, I've had it, I can date, I can, the furthest back I can remember me having my first one, I used to think mama or daddy was trying to smother me with a pillow uh-huh. because I would sleep in between. <laughs> I would sleep in between them, and I'd wake up, and I could see nothing but like white in front of me, mm-hmm. and, and I was smothering because that's one part of the sleep paralysis, or I'd be down in my pillow, and I think, and it felt like somebody was pushing their hand on the back of my head mm-hmm. into the pillow, and I 
And I thought it was daddy. <laughs> I sure did. Of course, I couldn't bend but four or five year old because I slept in between them and my sister was just a baby. Yeah. And of course, that may have triggered it being the only grandson and son for the longest and having a little girl brought into it. Right. But like, a couple of weeks ago, I had one. I can't specifically remember the dream itself now, but I can remember smothering. Mm. And I was awake and I had my head against my forehead up against Joni. And I was like, like you said, I, was, I can remember it plain as day. Couldn't move. I knew I, where I was. Mm -hmm. I knew what I was doing. And I was stuck in my dream. And I had my head into her and I couldn't breathe. I was smothering. Yep. And she said she, she said she heard me. Yeah. Gasping and stuff. <laughs> she let me do it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just, just a little longer. A little longer. <laughs> she said, I thought he was just happy. Well, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I could say Joni. And I was trying to nudge her to get her just the mood to wake me up. Mm -hmm. Then I finally calmed back down. And I went back to sleep that I woke up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've I've got so many. I know you have two. Just oh my god! Them, and I'll sh wish I'll share one or two yeah. here in a minute. Like the uh, what gets me, you know, besides the complete terror that I get from when I, you know, I got the, either the demon's hand on my mouth, <laughs> suffocate me, or around my neck, choke me. Like I will wake up gasping. Like you know, Alan just said, you know, he done it too, trying to find air. But what gets me more then that those terrifying moments is the jolt because i'm like far beyond exhausted when that jolt happens because mm. you're you're stuck in that in that dream but you know you're also stuck in real world and it's literally like you're grabbing two bars and just trying to pull yourself up out of water and everything in everything else around you is just holding on to your ankles and trying to pull you back down and then when you finally get that jolt to where your whole body is like out my eyes are like they feel so heavy mm. i just want to pass out but i always i force myself to stay awake just a little longer to make sure i'm still safe <laughs> still safe yeah. yes you know it's 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 funny how we get used to that you know you you look around um uh, they sum up when i wake up i don't wake up and i'm awake uh joni used to when of course, me and Joni's been together forever. Y2K. Y2K. Y2, before Y2K. <laughs> they got married right look, before Y2K. Look at, look at up. <laughs> you don't know what Y2K is? It's not man. as... It, okay. I will make this as a underwriting. Y2K <laughs> is not a sex jelly. No. <laughs> but, uh, and KY jelly does not belong on peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I saw a video of a woman do that. Oh, I, was, I, I thought you was going to say, I tried that. No. <laughs> uh, it is water-based, so it, it, it water wouldn't hurt you. <laughs> no. It just it probably tastes horrible. The face she made was priceless. Oh, I can't imagine. She's like, I'm going to try this American sandwich of peanut butter and jelly. But yet she had KY jelly. <laughs> you wonder about that one, don't she, she, she put it on wheat bread. And she was like, I don't think this wheat bread's any good. This tastes horrible. <laughs> that makes it worse. It was the K-5 jelly. It's bless her Off topic. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's too funny. But, uh, yeah, when when I wake up, <coughs> when she wakes me up, she's learned to stay back. I'm not a violent waker-upper. I guess that's a word. Waker-upper. Waker but, uh, go, go. Go. <laughs> but, uh, 
used to when she she'd wake me up like this right here yeah and, this, and it scared the shit out of me every time mm-hmm. i mean i try to crawl back away from killed it killed it mm. Mm. Yeah. got that demon yeah uh but Suck uh, it, I, I wake up in a tunnel and the tunnel gets bigger and bigger and bigger you got that tunnel vision so when yeah. i wake up it's like i see all i if somebody's in front of me all i see is their face mm-hmm. then the picture comes in and, yep. and it just it seems like it's magnified Mm. And that I've been like that, Lord, since since I can remember. I, I didn't put this in my notes, but it just dawned on me. Have you ever had the the inception? I guess you could say, or it's uh, you're in a dream. You think you're awake, but you're actually in another dream. I've not done that one. It's weird as shit. I've, I, you know, you you hear about it, and like you're talking about, it. I've never experienced. Yes, that. I would. Uh, I'd be in a dream, and then I would wake up from this dream in the house, roaming around, you know, maybe fixing to go to work, but then I would actually wake up again, and I'm in bed right before my alarm goes off, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> At least you know what you're going to do for that. Right, yes, yeah, like, okay, day. well, all right, deja vu. <laughs> I'm going to get up <laughs> and walk around the house. But, yes, being in a dream inside of a dream, I've never had a terrifying one, but it'll still it'll still mess with you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, call, I, I call it Inception. <laughs> that's what it is. I've yeah. never had one of them. Yeah. You know, I, you know, we talk about the sleep paralysis. Uh, sometimes you'll wake up in your dream, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or you'll wake up and you're still in your dream. Yeah. Like I, I've fallen asleep on the couch at home before. I can remember dreaming of, and just being stuck in a white room. Mm-hmm. Then wake up. I know I'm awake, and I'll look around. Well, I'm st- I'm still dreaming. Yeah. And, and going. <laughs> and I've, I have learned when I feel that sleep paralysis because it's an obvious difference once you have it for so long mm-hmm. that you know once you come, become aware of it. Yeah. You know these different ways of handling it. Yeah. Um, you can sit and you can fight for the air. I've, Which I, I do every time. I've learned to go to sleep. <laughs> I've learned just to, because usually when you're gasping for the air, you re- come to a realization that, oh, I know what's going on. Yeah. Then I, I was dreaming one time, me and a group of people was uh, chasing something in a snow cave. Oh, that's that's what, awesome. What it was, I cannot remember, but we was <laughs> chasing something, and something happened, and I started smothering. Oh, well. Wow. And it ended the cave. And I ran out of the cave and I started throwing snow in my face to get myself to You told me about that, yeah. Then I finally, I, I remember doing that and I finally realized, oh, I know what this is. Yeah. So I just, I remember standing up in my dream and like, then I, then I yeah. fell back asleep. You went straight up lucid. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. just, and that, that's pretty interesting. Of course, keeping a journal, they say they'll help you go lucid. Yeah. See, and I went lucid not a lot. It it rarely happens, but I've done it. Avery says she can lucid dream. That's One of awesome. my daughters, yes. she says she can't do it every time, but she can't, she's learned how to do it. That's awesome. Because I mean, when you lucid dream, you control it all, mm-hmm. just like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Or is it? I'm going to spin my top, make sure I'm not dreaming. No. Is this a dream? Is this real life? <laughs> ah! We'll wake up in a minute. <laughs> yep. And be like, like, oh, it's Sunday morning again? <laughs> Okay, go. I gotta right. go over Bradley's in about an hour. Yeah, I can go back to church. <laughs> I'll be done. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. What about uh, 
since we're on getting on to the topic of dreams, have you got any dreams that you feel that has carried on to the outside? That has directly. Um, I'll give you the one about this one then. If you if you want to go that direction, right let's now. go. Let's go. Um, I can remember having a dream. I told you the one about the demon I had. Mm-hmm. And I can remember it plain. I was in a room, and in the corners, two of the corners were shadowed. And one of those corners, something was trying to beckon me in. Yep. And I could see the outline of it, and I could see its eyes. And that's reason in my book that these colors between red and blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the shadows, I could see his eyes, his eyes, because it is a he. Without a doubt. Without uh, a doubt. <laughs> it, it, they would go red, then they would fade back into the shallow shadow. And when it'd go red, you could see subtle features. Yeah. In this in this creature. Yeah. And I can remember it playing his day, and he's like, "Come on in here, come with me." Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't mean or groveling. It wasn't threatening, but there was something maleficent to it. You yeah. Know, that's bad word use, but there's something bad about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there was something very creepy and dark. <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, it, it it was trying to coax me into the shadows, and and it told me its name. And I, and I even looked it up. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty. And a few years later, I told Joni this dream <clears throat> beforehand, and I told her the name of that what that creature mm-hmm. had told me. Then we was watching a movie about ghosts and everything, and uh, and it showed this woman going through doing her business, and it sort of possessed her, and she wrote, she carved its name into a Bible. Yeah. Then on on the shelf, it reassembled some books or not books but tiles to say its name yeah and it said its name and i was like well shit (laughs) it's the same name of my demon yeah and and (laughs) this is way this is years after that yeah and and the good thing is i told Joni about the dream then when this came out i said Joni, do you remember that yeah do you remember the name i told you (laughs) and it was there and i looked it up you know, I was telling you, I did some research on it. Yeah. And, you know, in your book, our books, it talks about the fallen angels. You know, the angels that was cast out of heaven. And it wasn't just Lucifer, but it was his army yep. of angels that was cast to earth. Everybody thinks they went to hell. They didn't. They went to earth. No. Yeah. And looking it up, and, you know, you do enough research, you can find names, too. And that was one of the names yeah. of the big ones. <laughs> and I was like, well... Like, I want to sleep with my lights yeah. on now. <laughs> all right, then. All right. Yeah. I, I see you, boo-boo. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, no. No, no, no. You think dreams are prophetic? Are what? Prophetic. Like a prophecy. Well, <laughs> that kind of goes into whole, all the deja vu stuff. Yeah. Um, so... Before we completely dive into that, there the definition <laughs> of deja vu is an illusion of memory, a false sense of fam- familiarity. But I call bullshit. It is not <laughs> a false sense when it freaking happens. It's the Matrix. You damn right it's the Matrix. <laughs> freaking black cat coming by twice. Yes. Now, deja vu is freaking real. Yeah. And... I've always believed that it's a gift. You know, even though it may not be like, oh, I pictured uh, 
a car accident happening on the freeway. I got to stop it type deja vu. But it's one of them, uh, if you can actually remember, before deja vu actually happens, that's the trick. That part, I I don't know why you can never remember that dream until it actually happens in real life. And you're like, oh, I dreamt that. you know. Cool. But uh, I believe that deja vu is literally a gift from God to a certain extent to where he's like, hey, I'm preparing you for this. So start getting on that road because you're going to experience this. Now, most, I guess you'd call it the spiritual meaning. Uh, it's you know a message to realize where you are in life. I, I, I'll put it that way. And deja vu, <clears throat> I've had it actually happen two weeks back to back. Now, scientists can't tell me it's a false sense of memory if that happens. Well, you know where the theory of relativity relativity came from, don't you? Is that Albert Einstein? It's Albert Einstein. <laughs> Smart! Do you know how he came up with it? <laughs> no! <laughs> a dream. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Albert Bowies. Bowies? Bowies. He discovered the atomic structure. Mm-hmm. He dreamt of it. <laughs> I mean, come on. No. I mean, that's just two examples. <laughs> Even come Mary, on. <laughs> Mary, something more simple. Mary Shelley, Frank, she wrote Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. She, her, that book came from a nightmare. I remember that. Yeah. I heard that on uh, Tyler Clausen's podcast between Lewis and Lovecraft. Even okay, even one of the your favorite books came from a dream. It was is, triggered by a dream. Is it yours? No. Oh, Twilight. <laughs> ah, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> It was probably one of them erotic dreams, but you know. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh, Edward, I love you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> whatever, Stephanie. You need to calm your ass down. Uh, no. <laughs> Twilight is not a favorite book of mine. I made you lose train of thought then. <laughs> you did. You ruined it. No. <laughs> Deja vu, right? Deja vu. Four times over. Every damn time I open my eyes. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of times when you first start dozing, Mm -hmm. me, I'll have an, I'll be like, we just put up a dog pen at the house. Mm -hmm. And there was certain aspects of it I wouldn't for certain how I would do. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, you, you doze off thinking about it, then you, you pop open, and you're like, oh, I know how I'm going to do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think there is something to that. I mm-hmm. mean, just. Uh, you know, it could be a whole, uh, you know, connection to where, you know, you've done something, of course, and then you dream about it, and then it actually happens. Okay, I get that. But the whole fact of the matter is, you still predicted the future in your head and didn't realize it until... You know, it happened. You're like, oh, shit. I totally saw this coming, but did not remember I saw this coming. <laughs> no. Deja Vu is... All, it, holy shit, Deja Vu. The movie's good. I knew, I know that with Denzel Washington. But... It, <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I don't think I've seen it. It's a, it's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, but no, like... in. You know, you got all these fortune tellers and psychics out there that predict futures. You know, sometimes it's true. Sometimes, you know, they're way off base. Um, 
stuff like that, I honestly believe is a gift, you know, if used properly or if it's actually true. You know, the ones that just scam people out of money, you know, and they're, they're, most of those types are like really good with body language or kind of like Sherlock Holmes gift where they can see details in somebody and realize exactly what they do in their life. Get a good read. Exactly. Yeah. You know, those types of people can kiss my ass. But the, <laughs> the ones that, you know, can actually, and I do believe that there are some out there that can see the future, whether how long it is or whether, you know, it changes, you know, that's all up to the mystical reality of the universe. But the ones that can predict futures, uh, you know, I guess through deja vu, I do believe that is an aspect of where they never perfected their gift. But you still have that little, those little nuggets in your mind that help you, I guess, deal with deja vu. It's a weird concept. It really is. Just a heads up thing. Yes. You've got a heads up on what's coming. Right. I mean, even the Bible, it makes you wonder, you know, of course, day Sunday. That's um, right. God came to John, you know, all of his disciples after his resurrection and after he ascended back to heaven on the cloud, did he come to them in dreams, man? Right. Even earlier when he was, you know, it says man physically wrote the body but they was inspired by god's word mm-hmm. how did he come to them right he came to mary the angel gabriel came to mary in a dream mm-hmm. and to joseph yeah so. you will bear a child and they will not get it on <laughs> basically yeah the virgin yeah. mary <laughs> you know it, i think you know we we get so carried away of trying to put science, science thing. Thing yeah that, you know it's you know, ain't so much about us we don't understand. I mean, it is a, you know, it's just way our play, it's way for us to cope, too. Yeah. And, you know, we, as society, and you you all can possibly agree to this, you know, it, it, in society, they try to dictate, you know, fact over faith. Yeah. And in actuality, fact is faith. Because... You know, I, I can I can pick up this notebook right here and be like, okay, this does exist, and then they'd be like, well, you know how it's created, right? Be like, well, how? I'd be like, they cut down trees and made paper. I'm like, okay, I get that. Never seen it done, but I have faith that that's you know that's possibly true. And we all, you know, people, teachers have told us paper comes from trees and stuff like that. It's like, okay, never seen it happen, but I'll take your word for it. Science and facts are acts of faith. It's just a lot of times people are trying to prove the faith instead of just rely on it. And that's where science kind of pisses me off a bit because they're trying to put a definitive answer towards something that doesn't belong, if that's the right way to put it. Because without the creator, there wouldn't be any science. They compliment science and... Bible complement each other. Right. They're not meant to disprove one or the other. It's meant to prove each other. Exactly. And a, a I mean, lot of them's trying to use science to disapprove. Disprove it. Yes. Yeah. Or, yeah disprove, just... not disapprove. <laughs> yeah. Disprove the other. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, screw you. <laughs> That's why I have my own views. I'm independent. Independent. Do not try to explain to me the theory of evolution because I don't believe in that shit. <laughs> I did not come from a monkey. I know this. 
<laughs> Even though monkeys are still part of the creation. <laughs> but no, I may like a banana or two every now and again, but I'm not a monkey. <laughs> I, I heard that. <laughs> but you know what my most favorite theory about dreams is? That it is actually the alternate universe version of yourself. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> I love that theory. And it would be awesome if it was true. <laughs> yeah, no matter what you're doing, it's he's another version of you doing yes, that. Yes, and when you dream, you're seeing, you're seeing their world through their eyes. Yeah. I love that theory. It's Doctor amazing. Strange did it well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because Multiverse of Madness, he dreamt what happened. And it was because it was himself in another universe. I love that theory. I lost my train of thought. Right? <laughs> I heard you start to talk, so I was like, right, I'm going to go silent. No. <laughs> You're good. I just lost my train of thought. It just went out the door with that car. <laughs> it went by. Like, I'll honestly, I'll be at work. And, you know, that, that whole theory of if, you know, say, say you have two job offers. One is to work at, say, a daycare, and the other one's to work at a factory. Of course, you know, daycare's not going to pay much, so you're going to go where the money's at. Unless you literally have a passion to do daycare work, you're mostly going to go where the money's at. So you make this choice. Another version of you made this choice, so y'all just branch. Hmm. And here's an alternate universe version of you, and here's you, just you, as the way you see yourself now. And then also, going back, when you're born... There's a girl version of you, and then there's you. Or, say, if you are a girl, there's a guy version of you, and then there's you. It's just all different little tree branches, kind of like how we go with our conversations. Just tree <laughs> just, branches. Just every which way. <laughs> yes. So, it is an awesome thought to honestly, to just see the fact that when you dream, you are looking through the eyes of your of an alternate self. Well, well let, me say, let me say this then. A, count, a counter to that. I have these little nippets, and me and Johnny had talked about this before, that I'll wake up and I have these flashes of standing in front of the sink with the water on. Mm-hmm. Or going to the bathroom and flushing the toilet. Mm-hmm. Uh, standing, washing a bowl out. Right. Yeah. And, and they're just pictures. Uh, see? Me and my alternate reality thing is probably doing the same thing at the same time. Because <laughs> I used to wear a Fitbit. Yeah. And it had me, sometimes it would have me up for like 15 minutes throughout the night. Just movement. Uh-huh. Doing, and I wouldn't remember it. Yeah. When I, when I was really young, my dad told me, and I can remember pictures that, you know how your childhood is, is pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I had to be little. Daddy, t- I remember wa- uh, him scaring me and waking me up, and I was peeing in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and, I, and he'll tell me today, he said, him and his friends was in the living room. And yeah. the way our house was set up, you had to go from my room to the living room to another bedroom to get to the kitchen, then to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, it's an old house. It just, it wasn't a maze to it. You just had to get, you, you visited right. everybody on the way to the bathroom. Right. So, you know. <laughs> Go pee. You know, if they they was having private time, the curtains was up. You know, don't go through the curtain. Right. Uh, He said I went through the living room and they spoke to me. Okay. 
<laughs> he spoke to me and he said I was going to, and I told him I was going to the bathroom. Yeah. And he said he heard the refrigerator open. And I stood in front of the refrigerator and I peed in the refrigerator. Peed in the refrigerator. Yeah. Uh. And I can remember his just calling out my name and it's scaring me and waking me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure enough. Peeing in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's something me and my alternate self did. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were just picturing this one and then your body was reacting to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was younger, um, I would always, I was always a terrified little kid. Um, I'd go to, I'd sleep in my mom's bed because I hated sleeping in my own bed. That's just how it was when I was a kid. You know, storms frightened me, ghosts, you know, anything. My brothers would make me watch Tales from the Crypt at my dad's house. It, everything terrified me. I was a scared little little boy. But I remember one night, uh, I guess I was, in, I was dreaming. I don't remember anything up to this point. But I was standing on the side, at the side of my mom's bed. And I wake up mid-conversation. <laughs> talking to my mother and I don't remember exactly what I said I just know my mouth was moving my voice was going and mom was just kind of laying in bed this is at like 2 o'clock in the morning she was going uh huh uh huh the whole time and then like I said I woke up mid conversation and mom just looks in and she goes get in the bed <laughs> and then I automatically crawled over my mom got in her bed and went right back to sleep but I remember that nice little 5 to 10 second window of just waking up. Of just waking up talking to my mother. Hmm. And I had no control over what I was saying. Weird as shit. Makes you wonder what is in control. Right? The alternate me. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to ask you this. If you could visit one of the alternate versions of yourself that you've dreamt you know, through their eyes, which one would be the one if you could actually go visit? Oh, wow. I know exactly which one. <laughs> I got one, too. A few years ago, I talk, when, I, when I have my dreams, and if it's a really vivid dream, I talk in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll start with this. I woke Joni up at talking, uh-huh. and she thought I was talking to her because I was saying, well, you need to go over here. I'll go over there. It's, she said I had it all planned out. <laughs> and what it was, and this would be so cool. Yeah. I was in a skyscraper that was already beat up. And it was me and a group. We we had some powers where we could use a shoot flame. You know, the tip will push fire out of your hands or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, pyrokinesis and shit. Yeah, and I was telling them, in my dream, I can remember a snippet of this one. You go up here, you go over there, me and this person is going to go up. And Godzilla was coming towards us. Oh, shit. And we're spotting Godzilla. <laughs> Now, I can remember it. I can remember seeing Godzilla. It's not the new Godzilla because uh-huh. it was way before that. Yeah. It was just Godzilla. Just Godzilla. And we we had a plan. We was aiming to beat Godzilla. <laughs> At a beaten down skyscraper with pyrokinesis. That's the one I would go. That is awesome because <laughs> that's the only one that I can think of that I'm not smothered. <laughs> <laughs> right. No demon touching me. I'm gonna burn your ass up now. <laughs> He's, he's either going to eat me or I'm, I'm going to burn him going down. Burn him up. He's like, oh, you going to put me in your belly? Well, I'm going to set it on fire. There's going to be some heartburn there. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, Godzilla. <laughs> uh, what about you? So, okay. This dream, I thought about it for the longest time after I had it, and I freaking loved every bit of it. As you all know, I am a big comic book freak. One of the hugest. 
Superman's my go-to. In this dream, I was standing, uh, like I think it was like kind of like in a field, and off in the distance, Superman was hovering above my head, and all you see is a black silhouette of him at the at the moment, and his cape was doing the whole majestic flop to the right of him, and he had that that knee perked up and that one leg straight down. You know, he had his fist like this, and he was just kind of floating down. And he'd come down, and I shook his hand, and he said he'd see me later, and then he just took off. <laughs> now you're waiting for that dream to come I'm back. Wait, I'm waiting for the second half of that dream. You know, tonight, oh. in your notebook, yeah. write, write what you're going to dream about and see if you dream see about it. See if I dream it? Yeah. Yes. Now, I'm going to write God's fight and God's <laughs> <laughs> fight and God's <laughs> and, and then bring me into it with Superman. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we got this. Well, well heart punching. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> the fiery fist. Have no. you had the uh, the same dream more than once? No. I have. One time. I have it. Now I've I've fallen back asleep and been in in the same dream, but I've yeah. never but when I say I woke up, it was like I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. And I go right back to sleep. Yeah. Do you remember the old movie? Not the one with Dwayne Johnson, the older one, Race to Witch Mountain. Yeah. Okay. I had a dream about them too. In that movie with the same plot, but it was at my childhood home and we was having to go, you know, just off in the distance to go find the spaceship or whatever. I dreamt that dream three times. The same aspect. Not really. It was awesome. And I was always told if you dream something three times, it comes true in real life. I'm still waiting. I've not seen no spaceship. It's getting tough. It is. Everybody's talking about aliens anyways. (laughs) But I'm also not a 12-year-old kid anymore, though, so... Still them really good dreams. Yeah, it's, it was good. Like it, like cosplay, like we talked about. It's an exca- It can be an escape. It can, yes. Now, when you escape into nightmares... Oh, I have them. That's bad. Yeah, I, Joni always asks me if I sleep good when I wake up. And you can always say, yeah, I sleep okay. Yeah. I, my opinion... Sleep is overrated. <laughs> sleep is if overrated. If there was a magic pill to take where I'd never had to sleep again, yeah. I would be happy. Yeah. You know, it, I, I know that sounds depressing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean, it just, uh, it just when I wake up, usually I ha- I've either had a nightmare mm-hmm. or it just... It just you don't it feel just, rested. I've just not rested all the time. Yeah. No, I do have... The best... I was telling her the best part about uh, sleep... Or dreams is when you first wake up and you feel your fan going, mm-hmm. and you're just super comfortable. Yes, you just want to lay there and you're dozing in and out. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the best part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know that sounds depressing, but, but no, it's <laughs> no, it's, it it just. <clears throat> well, it's like you know when when we were younger, we was able to do that whole stay up all night long without having any repercussions because, you know, we were just always full of that damn energy, no yeah. matter what. I remember when I was a teenager, I could wake up at 6 that one morning, like I said, it's Friday morning, the weekend's about to happen, stay up all the way till noon on Saturday, and would be just fine. You know, I got a lot of crap done, played video games all night, drank monsters, whatever. I can't do that anymore, the older I've gotten. and it, <laughs> I'm like, what happened? And then... 
of course, a random ass theory pops in my head, and I'm like, well, they did say the world was going to end in 2012. Maybe it did, and I'm not allowed to do that anymore because I can't see the reset. <laughs> <laughs> but then I get to thinking, oh, wait, I've worked night shifts before. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole just having fun throughout the middle of the night and staying yeah. up, I can't do that anymore, and it sucks. <laughs> or, or you just can't find nobody to do it with. Right, yeah, because all my friends are, like me, always tired. Tired. And work too much. Yeah. Yep. Th- this, this is how we get our spirits back up. This yep. right here. <laughs> oh, you got a new job coming up. So. I do. Yes, we did not do a life update today. Oh, before you get started on that, uh, you need to remind them about your new emblem for shirts and hats and everything. Merch. The one your daughter made? Yeah. The, 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 the new logo. New logo and merch he's got. Yes. Uh, our new logo is on the hats, shirts, notebooks, and stickers and stuff like that. To get this merch, all you got to do is go to redbubble.com slash people slash demented creator and all kinds of good stuff. Awesome. I did take one design off of it because it just, yeah, I wasn't very happy with it. So I just <laughs> took it off. And then I put what the logo that your daughter made on there yeah. and I took that other one off. Cool looking stuff. It is. I'm fixing to get me a hat. Uh, once I start this new job and actually have more money rolling in, I am going to bomb my ass out with Demented Creator merch. That makes sense. I am. Uh, so I'm about to start the post office. I'm getting out of the mill. <laughs> uh more money and I'll actually be able to take care of my family a lot more than what I have been able to so I'm very excited about that easier on the body too oh much and my truck about clunked out on me the other day again so I gotta get my microphone's crooked so I'm trying to and it's still moving forgive me for the weird sounds back down you go there we go okay so uh, I, I have to get my truck in the shop like it's running fine now after I, we reset it by pulling the battery cable off. It's ran fine, but I'm still worried because it's going to be my primary use in this job. If I don't have it, I don't have a job. So <laughs> I've got to get my truck in the shop. <sighs> What's new in your life? <laughs> Getting ready to start a new book. <laughs> Bouncing ideas. Come up with a character concept for the void in yeah. this book. Teaser right there Teaser. for you. Yeah, but I, no, it's I'm pretty pretty good right now. Of course, I'm at that stage in my life. There's no real big changes other than yeah. few, you know, something that may come up in the future like that. Yeah. As far as job wise, you know, you've always got something on the horizon. <coughs> yeah. Better. But I'm I'm at a age now I can't really afford to make too big of a changes yeah because 20 years ago 10 years was not much you right. know I'm being I'm 46 right now 10 years from now I'm 56 right you I, I know it's not old but you're getting up into life you're, you're trying to stay comfortable yeah because, yeah and like I said, n- n- no big real changes. Allie, she's graduating college in June. Mm-hmm. Aubrey and Avery, they're graduating high school this year. Yeah. 
and still working on 100%, getting, nobody's 100% what they want to do, but just getting them situated towards college. Yeah. But other than just day by day, the gutters about blew off the houses. <laughs> I said, that wind got stupid. All of a sudden, and Avery, Avery came running down the house. She's like, something in my window. <laughs> it was the good. I, got the, I, t- I took pictures of it just in case, but I went to, okay, this is, this is me. Yeah. This is grind my gear moment. <laughs> you know what really okay. grinds my gear? You know what really grinds my gear? That. Other than that. <laughs> Perfect timing. Do you know what good, that's good for? What? It's the height of farting. <laughs> Man. Opportunity missed. Yeah. But uh, when I'm at work, before we get too far off, when I'm at work, uh, of course, everything at my job is scheduled. Unless something unfortunate comes to the emergency room, I will try to tell somebody, I am going to be the back. If I know I can be back within 15 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'll be back in about 30 minutes. Not to come back in 30 minutes, but... That way, when I come back in 10 or 15 minutes, they think, he's early. You daggone He's right. on the money. I, <laughs> I had to get gutter screws. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Gutter nails. Yeah. Because it blew them out of my house, and they was bent. And they're so cheap because my house is old. <laughs> that when you try to pick them back in, they go from this to yep. that. <laughs> yep. so I stopped at a store up here, and it was 9.55. And a gentleman came out. Unlocked the door and came out and was unhooking some stuff and get things situated. I said, "Can I go on in and get what I need?" He said, "No, you can here in just a minute." Did you go to Ace Hardware? <laughs> and, and, and the doors were open, lights was open. I knew what I needed. There was people working in there, mm-hmm. and I, I it, and it's just five minutes. I don't care. You know, yeah. it's not. It just. It's just making it more convenient for your customers. Mm-hmm. I could have went in, got it, and been done. But right. they said, no. And I am not kidding you. Went back in. Locked the door for three minutes. Unlocked the door. I, and that's just something. I didn't dream that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. That actually happened. Yeah. But as far as anything new in my life, no. Oh, well, good. You know how I know you were talking about Ace Hardware without mentioning Ace Hardware? My old boss's husband tried to go there. It was like 15 minutes before they was going to close on a Saturday. He went up there to try and grab something, and they had already locked the door and yeah. told him no. 15 minutes before they actually was supposed to close. Yeah. And, 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 and again... That's not as a whole. It depends on who is closing. Yeah. I would say, you know, who is there. Yeah. And I, I do see it that way too. But, I mean, what if, what if that part was for a water leak and nobody's going to be open for the next? Right. I mean, you basically lost. You're going to lose people. Something. Yeah, yes. You do. Especially in a small, small area. Yeah. Like this. The community will make you or break you in an area like this one. Yeah, it's, it kind of sucks all at the same time because, you know, close opinions matter. It but, is. you know, you still do the best you can. So, but they they are, they was not doing the best that they could. They were just being dicks. Yeah. Yeah. 15 minutes on a Saturday don't mean a whole lot. Yeah. I don't. I got a house full of women, so 15 minutes is void to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean that in the best way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I'll be ready in a minute. Two hours later, 
It's like, hey, it's cool. Yeah. I got some writing done. What you, yeah, <laughs> you were doing what you was doing? Done. Right. Uh, yeah. I knew I had time. I ate a bowl of cereal. <laughs> do you do you dream about your books you write? I have not. Or your characters? I have not. And which is odd. You know, you kind of figure as much thought as you put into something and to scientific fact that, you know, you dream what, you know, un, unresolved conflicts, which is basically how authors operate. You kind of figured I would. Yeah, I hadn't. I've only done the two and I've not. Yeah, it's. Of course, you know, when, I, when I'm picturing my, my books and stuff like that, you know, I'm I'm. Of course, I'm awake when I'm doing it, but it's like a dream in my head as I'm writing it down because I'm picturing everything. Mm-hmm. But not not an actual full-blown fall asleep have a dream about no, I hadn't Legion's either. Dawn or Zed's or anything like that. I think it'd take away from it. It would. Honestly. Unless it just gave you just a very awesome plot point. <laughs> yeah. and, and like you said, when I first lay down, I, won't, I don't dream about it. But I think it just gives you a minute when your brain is shutting down certain aspects, mm-hmm. certain parts of the brain closes off when you sleep. Yep. I think it kind of clears up and you're, you'll get ideals. Yeah. And you're like, God, I, know I hate that. that. I hate it. <laughs> right when I'm just about to go to sleep, something will pop in my head and I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome, but I don't want to move. I'll remember it in the morning then and then it's it. gone. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. That's me when I go to Walmart. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Going there, it's like, okay, I just got to get this. As soon as you walk in them door, what am I here for? Yep. I think it comes with getting older. It does. Because that happens to me a lot. Go in for one thing, walk out with five, but didn't grab the one thing you went in there to get. Oh, that's me. I yes. have to stop on the way out. Yeah. 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 Like, I went in for Monsters yesterday because I ran out. I came out with... I did get my Monsters because that was always on my mind which you know I'm lucky <laughs> but came out with six other things with it <laughs> I'm like damn it I ain't got the money for this it's always too late <laughs> uh, but okay so uh, continue with dreams there's three types nightmares daydreams Lucid dreams. That's three types I found, anyways. Yeah. Uh, lucid dreams are the rarest type. I mean, we all know what nightmares are, of course. You know, and and you, know, you have your regular dreams when you sleep. So, I mean, I guess there should be four, because daydreams are considered like literally actual having a dream during the day, or you know, kind of just fading off in your head, like I do a lot while I'm at work. I, yeah. I daydream new stories. Uh, but lucid dreams is the rarest type, and it's literally where you are conscious while dreaming. You have some aspect of control. Yes. Like, you know, um, what is it? To, to get more adapted to a lucid dream, they say, uh, I know, I'm, I know Alan's got some notes on this too, but it's like you uh, set a goal. Uh, test your reality, which I don't know how I can do that. I guess, you know, just touching stuff. Um, meditate and start remembering your dreams, such as we was talking about earlier, keeping like a dream journal. Just when, you know, you're saying test your reality and just meditate on it. It just helps you focus on what you're going to dream about. Okay. Uh, Avery says she has one part in her dream that she knows when she's dreaming. 
she can see that and she says I know that I'm dreaming I, I watch <laughs> she kind of has like a totem yeah like you know she okay you know it's like even, even I watched a cartoon and I don't want to reference the cartoon I don't know how that works <laughs> but the younger guy every time he would lucid dream he'd see a red ball bounce through beside of him oh what have I seen that on oh yeah well and he would he'd fly out the window with his favorite girl and stuff like that. And he was bragging it to his sister uh-huh. in the house. And what she did, they played a prank on him. And uh, and he, he came down from his room and he bounced a red ball through the room. Uh-huh. And it just, it, it went from there. <laughs> you know what he did next. Yeah, you know what he did next. <laughs> I mean, even, they, you know, he made odd requests to him, like, I want to go to school and not wearing no pants. <laughs> And y'all was gonna drive me to school while singing this song, so they did it. So he he he, he, he you see his little feet pop up on the back headrest of the seat. He says, "I want to do this while y'all was driving me to school." So you can imagine what it went. And they had to ride with. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, she focuses on like a to- like you said a to- I don't know a totem an object in yeah. her dream, and she says, "When I see it, I know that I'm dreaming." She says, "I know I've got control over it." So I wonder how she plants that in there. I don't know. Because that's badass. So, I mean, it just, you know, like you said, you meditate on it. One of the things I read was that when you meditate over, when you're first going to sleep, you just say, you repeat it like a, a subject or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll help bring it in. Or like when you're starting to fall asleep, that you try to keep yourself awake, try to open your eyes uh-huh. and focus, knowing that you're going to sleep. And you'll gradually get in where when you fall asleep, you know you're going into a dream. Huh. So, that was one way that I'd read it. Okay. So, that goes right with your notes. What, yeah. What she was talking about. Yeah, lucid dreams. Like It's awesome when you can really figure out that you're dreaming. Because then you can do anything. I remember doing that once. And... And I've done it very few times, but one time I can remember when I'd done it, everything went white. Then I woke up. Yeah. It was like, movie's over. <laughs> we're, we're up. <laughs> but Get I, out. I can remember it. Everything just went blank. Mm. Then, then I woke up. Then you woke up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, have you ever had the experience where you can't run in your dream? Or fully punch something oh, in your yeah. dream? Oh, yeah. I've, I've never been, of course, <laughs> with, with the wrestling part, that's been always my biggest fear, not being able to hold on to somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not necessarily a punching, but when I grab somebody in my dream, yeah. I don't have the strength to hold them. Yeah. Yeah. The same concept. It would be yeah. the same concept. Running part, no. I, I can, no I've never had that issue. <laughs> I I, it, I was younger. Uh, this was back when Goosebumps was all the rage uh, before the new movies and stuff has been out. But I had an actual complete uh, compilation of horror figures in this one nightmare. There was Freddy Krueger. There was Chucky. There was <laughs> Slappy from Goosebumps, the the little ventriloquist doll. Yeah. Uh, and there was one more. I can't remember which horror villain this was. And the thing was, I realized I was in this nightmare. So I was like, I've got to run. When I tried to run, my my legs were going up. <laughs> like I was exercising. 
just running in place. And I was trying to go up some stairs and it, like I was moving so slow, but yet my legs were going. Like a video game. Yes. Yeah, like on Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I don't know why I can't run in my dreams. Mine's always the grabbing part, you know, holding on to something. Yeah. I had this one. Um, I was going against somebody. I guess it was like uh, some type of bad person. Anyways, I had a pistol. And in my dream, I was trying to make it a real pistol. But yet it was a BB gun pistol. (laughs) But my character in this dream was using it as a real pistol. So he was trying to shoot bad guys with a BB gun. But in his mind, it was a real gun. Mm. Fucking weird. <laughs> <sighs> I don't... Yeah. I, I'll i just say it this way. My dreams are ridiculous. They're random as hell. Oh, yeah. M- mine's random, but they have the same theme. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't not, touch me. Not nice. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, in all seriousness, I probably couldn't tell you. You know, you a lot of people want to go to sleep because they have good dreams. Yeah. Um, some will say that if you don't have good dreams, it's a sign of a neurological disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, that something's trying to manifest itself. But it, mine's always been like that. Yeah. I don't think I'm too crazy. But, <laughs> we ain't uh, got there yet. Not yet. Nah. But uh, it, it's pretty interesting. You know, they say stuff that if you dream about, like, your stove, not being able to turn your stove on, or trying to appliances in the house that don't work, uh-huh. or something like that, or, you know, like if we dream we're having this podcast and we you can't get this to come on at all. Right. They say that's, like you said, deja vu it's a way of your body possibly telling you that something's off with your body something's wrong you're sick some way or another huh you know it's a subliminal message saying hey something's wrong hey hey, something's screwed up you need to go get something checked out right now this on on off switch is not quite working (laughs) yeah (laughs) so So, um have you ever heard of the i've heard this my entire life it's it's an old tale or old statement I should say. It says, "Do not talk about your nightmares before you eat, or they will come true." My grandma used to say that. <laughs> yeah, my so, mom would tell me that. So, so if you talked about them before, mine was if you talked about them before you ate, you'd forget them and you'd never remember them. Really? Yeah. Mine was if you talk about it before you eat, they come true. So, so they always say, yeah. you know, you have a good dream. Tell me before you eat breakfast. If you have a bad dream, wait till you have some eggs. Yep. I'd heard that before. <laughs> you know, it's... it's uh, Before we get... I don't want to get too far off because this is a neat little story. I remember... Um, now, now I would dream about this one. And <laughs> and again, I grew up... I stayed with my great-grandma son. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different era. A whole different generation. Yeah. And, of course, I was young. It's like in my, before 10. And around about that age... And she would tell us kids when we stand in there, if y'all kids don't straighten up, I am raw head and bloody bones is gonna come out of this holler and pack you off. <laughs> raw head and bloody bones. Raw head and bloody bones. And that used to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and she'd say that, and she'd say, if y'all don't go to sleep, raw head and bloody bones, and you can get a mental, mental, mental 
image of yeah. that. And I've dreamed about that damn thing before. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's... You know, like the uh, Red Hood. Not the Red Hood, but the Red Skull on Captain America. Yeah. The bloody... That's what I saw. Yeah. Growing up. But uh, I did some research here a couple of years ago, and that came from a short story from the early 1800s. Really? Called Raw Head and Bloody Bones. Huh. And it's about a witch. Dude. So. Okay. And, and that's a whole different story, but she used to tell us that, and I would dream about that damn thing. <laughs> And he he never would come into the house. Yeah. But he was always lurking on the outside. Mm. And you could see him. Of course, she lived in the old ranch house that was uh, made in the, built in the 1800s. So it was a block house. And you in the side of it, you could see the windows. Then it went to a porch. And I can remember you could hear it going. Because it, 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 she said it had pig feet. Yeah. And you could hear it walking on that. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh God. God. It's no wonder I don't I don't dream good things, you know. Raw and bloody bones is a lurking in my subconscious. I was just, you got traumatized as a kid. <laughs> just so your grandma would get you to go to sleep. And, and, and you'd lay there and she'd say, you better be asleep. You better be asleep. And you're like, but raw and bloody bones coming. <laughs> right. It's like, why would I? He's coming. <laughs> well, what's up, Grandma. <laughs> what you trying to do to me? You know, you said you seen the shadow of Superman and mm-hmm. his cape. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. I dream. seen the shadow of raw head and bloody bones <laughs> and his pigtail curling out the side, <laughs> being majestic and <laughs> oh, majestic like yes. <laughs> no, no raw head and bloody bones. Right. Mm-mm. Nope. Start packing a shotgun. But yeah. Uh, Dreams have always scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Now, um, so, the, you know, this whole topic is, of course, dreams. We have discussed the, I don't know how you actually put it, the, uh, actual dreams. Yeah. So, we will dive in just a little bit about having aspirational dreams. Um. Uh, because I, I don't even know where we're at now. Uh, oh, iron 28. Okay. It's actually not as bad as we usually go. So, <laughs> uh, them rabbit holes. Them, them rabbit holes, man. Uh, so, dreams, you know, with you know, with actual reality, uh, your aspirational dreams. I just want to start off with saying do not give up on them. Uh, I have a lot. I know Alan has some, um, and it's a, every one of them take a different approach. Yeah, uh, you know, mine's with trying to become a better known author. Uh, you know, this podcast right here, hopefully that you know it'll get to the ears and or the the sites of the ones that are just trying to look for a little bit of advice. And this is you know this podcast is the one that they're like, oh, okay, well if they've experienced it and I'm experiencing it now then I can still keep going, you know, just a little bit of inspiration. I have all kinds of those types of dreams that a lot of times seem unrealistic, uh, but I am still slowly learning to be patient. That's the hard part. It is. That is the hardest freaking part. Uh, That and marketing. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that all the time. I am not a good marketer. I suck at advertising, but I'm learning slowly, 
and part of you know my aspirational dreams is learning to market myself as well as my products just getting it out there to the right person. Exactly. It's, it's hard in a small community to uh, get that kind of attention. Yeah. Very hard. It is. I mean, you know, you're talking about aspirate, aspiring. Aspirate. Aspirate. <laughs> you tell I work in respiratory. <laughs> aspiring. You know, that's what I told, I tell the girls. You know, they, you, we've got some family members, which they mean well. You know, don't get me wrong. Right. They say they don't need to go to Bowling Green. They don't need to go. To, they don't need to go. They need to be here, working here. Which, you know, yes, it, it is a community, and you need the people from the community to help build it up to help make it grow. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. But I tell, I've told all three of them, and I'll tell my nephew or anybody that was to ask, don't limit yourself to this. Right. I mean, if you if you find if you get into, I told Allie, I said, you know, if you find something, you know, with your digital design in New York, go. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Get on it. And if it brings you back home, brings you back home. Because yeah. my life, you know, mine and Joni's as parents has been different because it turned into, you know, like you said, we all have our dreams, but it might, it's to get them where they can reach to try to achieve their dreams to mm-hmm. get them started. Yeah, and, and it just not to. I don't want to be a stepping, a stumbling block. Right. Yeah. Them. You don't want to trip them up on their, their way dreams. to greatness. because yeah. <laughs> they are going to do great. They're always oh, yes. going to do great things in their eyes, no matter what. Oh yes. But I'm 46 year old, and they have so much I still want to do. Right. And I told my age, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm 33. <laughs> I'm 46, and I, I, like I said, I, you know, we. We aspire to motivate other people with yes. this. Well, whether it's just us being randomly going on about dreams and getting, <laughs> talking about raw head and bloody bones and, <laughs> and Superman and his majestic cape. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it just it just to aspire, inspire, whatever you want to call it, to get somebody motivated to do something a little extra. Yeah. Because I never thought I'd be sitting here talking to Bradley on the podcast. I mean. I be honest with you, I didn't know what a podcast was till four or five years ago. <laughs> in all honesty, I I was never interested in podcasts. I always thought, you know, why would I want to listen to somebody talk when you know you got a radio for that? You know, they'll talk and then they got music. Okay, yeah, I can do that. But why would I want to listen to someone talk at me for? hour and a half <laughs> and break it up in sessions yeah you got it and then i got to look and then i got to study and i was like you know podcasts are very informational and entertaining uh, like i said i you know what the entertainment part part of this one is good joke for you oh go ahead please ahead. please do it what do you call a blow job in a swimming pool i have no idea head underwater gosh damn it and that's a damn stupid. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There you go. Joke of the day. Uh, yeah, bless it. Bless it. Bless it. Uh, that's, uh, that's our southern slang for we when we think someone is off the rocker. Oh, bless them. Uh, this is the way. This is the way. Uh, we haven't said that yet today. No, you have not. Oh, uh, and I got to say, a good show. Watch The Mandalorian. Yes, Mandalorian is fantastic. Yeah. But yet, 
needs no age limit on dreaming. No. 46. And I may not no. do anything else that I'm already doing, but I'm happy with it. Right. I've got, I've got four kids. Um, they're not at this stage yet, you know, because they're they're not they're not even close to middle school yet. Uh, but you know, they're not at that stage where I have to worry about what they want to do with their future because, you know, as a child you live in the moment. So I'm just very appreciative of that moment. Of that moment, you know. But once they start getting toward the age of 13 and 14 then that's when I'll start putting my foot down and trying to get them to where they need to go or want to go they necessarily don't have to go in this direction but if they want to go in that direction I'll be holding their hand or nudging them forward be like alright have at it if that's what you want to do get it yep you know I'm like you know if if your kid like hey I want to go work on this in New York go for it it break my heart. I will miss the hell out of you, but I want what's best for you. And if that's what's going to make you happy and not be illegal, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lord willing, <laughs> go for it. Lord willing, when they're forty six, they're happy with what they're doing. Exactly. No regrets. No regrets. That's twenty more years. Well, yeah, that's twenty more years from now for some of them. Mm-hmm. So if I if I live that long, I'd be 66. Yeah. Oh, you're going to live till you're like like 98. Shit. Shit. <laughs> 66. And, but. and I already know how me and Alan's actually going to meet our end. Zombie apocalypse. No. <laughs> but it's going to be two ways. Either we're going to get caught off guard when it starts while we're sleeping, if he's actually sleeping, and we get bit. You know, say the wife turns because she ate a bad thing of kale or a bad thing of monkey kale. Bad th- <laughs> yeah. Or my or my wife got a, a bad Dr Pepper that had the virus in it. Whatever. Um, or you know, they or Mary literally gets bit at the nursing home from a zombie infested senior citizen. Uh, it's either gonna be that way, or we're gonna make it all the way to the end and there's no resources left. <laughs> <laughs> just started it. We're, yeah, we're just going to fade. Fade out. There was not going to be an in-between because of too badass <laughs> for that to happen. Damn straight. <laughs> I will make it. I took quizzes when it said, how long would you survive in the zombie apocalypse? Every one of them said, to the end. Everyone. I'm like, because I'm a badass when it comes to zombie <laughs> apocalypse. There you go. And just, got, read, just read, just read his book, <laughs> Zed Rising. Yeah, uh, second edition when I do that. <laughs> the first one has a lot of shit that needs to be fixed. I said it a lot, and I'll say it again. Uh, it's still a good one though. <laughs> yeah, damn good. So, uh, I was, uh, I was looking at reviews uh, of uh, my books because uh, I was noticing. That you know, my, a good friend of mine, Larry, he uh, he got a good review, a great review on his book. You know, his actually reached the top 100 on Amazon there for a little while, and I'm so proud. I'm ecstatic. The guy is just amazing. So I started looking at my rankings. I got very depressed. <laughs> but I'm not mine has a ranking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you at least have one review. Oh really? Yeah, your book has one review. Uh, my Legion's Dawn has one review but it's not written it's just rated rated yes i, I should say legion's done has one rating 
Um, my other stuff has a couple of ratings, but like all my stuff is either number 400,000 in some category or number freaking 1 million in this category. I am nowhere near a top 10, top 100, top 500, nothing like that. No you know, it just, that's something that I, I honestly think that is marketing. Yeah. I mean, just getting it to the right person, right place. Yeah. And just letting people see it. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, it just. Like, if I have an, indies, uh, an indie author's book and I read it, I will give it a review and a rating on Amazon because. That, it puts it out there. Exactly. That feeds it. That tells Amazon, hey, people are loving this. We need to showcase it more. Yeah. And I have preached and preached and pleaded like, hey, if you've read any of my stuff, write a review on Amazon and then, you know, maybe they'll push a little bit more. No. <laughs> they choose not to. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, of course, Joni got her bird from a lady over in Glasgow that's from Florida. Mm-hmm. And we just talking and she's talking how she likes to read and stuff. I said, well... If you're interested, I got something right here for you. <laughs> so I just handed it over to her. Now, whether she ever read it, I don't know. So you gave her one of your books? I sure did. You damn right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not one but it said, not for sale on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, I guess one of my dream, aspiring dream is to actually finish this trilogy. I'd like to finish my next two books this year. By the fall. By the fall. You got a lot of work to do. Yeah. You better get on it. <laughs> I've not even started it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I guess that's, I guess if you want to look at short term dreams, that's one. Yeah. But. Oh, uh, and I promised I would mention this. Um, so I wrote a short story. Uh, I think, it, what did I call it? Travelers of Light, I think is what it is. Um, but this anthology is getting released next month. It's already available for pre-order. I told the other authors that I would broadcast on this podcast because, of course, I'm in it. Uh, but it's called Remembering William. It's available for pre-order on Kindle. All proceeds, uh, or all, I should say all funds or whatever, that people will use to buy the book will go to a high school in Maryland where it helps fund that school to get supplies for their kids. So, go on Amazon, look up Remembering William, and it'll be, it's an anthology that has a list of us authors on the bottom of the book, and it, it's a, it's actually a beautiful cover. It's a, a lone guy standing there with a tattoo on his arm, and the, the remember, Remembering William is in yellow littering. It's actually a really nice cover, but like I said, all proceeds go to a charity. Uh, us authors will not keep any of the funds that it generates, so... Go pre-order. Pre-order. <laughs> pre-order. Support it. it. Read it. Love it. Yes. And uh, the reason this anthology was written was because a man, unfortunately, passed away a couple years back, leaving behind uh, a wife and kid. And he was apparently like I never met this man, but I've heard like great things. Uh, he was just a loving father, a great person in the community, a loving husband, everything. And the uh, the the wife wanted to do something in his honor and also help out her community. So she contacted Courtney Lynn Rose, which is a U.S. bestsellers author that I know, and she 
you know, invited people to come and be a part of this anthology. So I was one of them. And so, yeah, pre-order that book. <laughs> it's on, you can do it on Kindle. There you go. Oh, this elbow is hurt. I think I got tendonitis in it. And I hate that. This could be where I smacked it on boards over and over again. Yeah. And it irritated. Yes. Mm. Well, that is all the notes I have for dreams. Yeah, that has configured mine, too. <laughs> is there anything else we can think of? I can't think of anything. Is that, is that going to be it? What's going to be our next topic? I don't either. If y'all, if whoever's <laughs> listening to two in Belgium. Yeah. No, there was six. See, oh, yeah. my bad. The six that's in Belgium. <laughs> If you have any ideals that you want us Americans to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a uh, southern whip slapping what not nothings. Or just any questions whatsoever, <laughs> whether it's about us. Which, yeah. More than happy to answer. Just don't uh, ask yeah, anything just, sexual. No. That's all I ask. I mean, that's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's my erotica podcast. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's in the book that's coming out this This summer. This summer. <laughs> In a lone town in Kentucky. Underneath the willow tree by the river. <laughs> Down oh. by the river. In a van. While eating barbecue. <laughs> eating barbecue, drinking Michelob Ultra. One man, one dog. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got my eyebrow up there. I was like, I think I'm going to take my headset off. <laughs> you think it's man's best friend? Think again. It's but, man's partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got any, if you got any ideals, anything you want us just to read up on, stay a little bit, just shoot it our way. Yes, and if there is a merchandise, uh, oh my gosh, I keep losing my train of thought. Design that you would love to see pop up in the store, hit me up, and we will figure out how to do it. Uh, I actually sent Alan. A picture mm-hmm. of a something picture. that I would love to have done. It, but Corey got to change it up a little bit, but I think that would be a good piece of merchandise. Be a unique one. It would be. I kind of I liked it very much. But yes, any questions, any uh, thoughts, uh, any topics you want us to discuss, um, hit us up at creatorsdementia at gmail dot com. Be more than happy to hit you back uh, with words, not with fists, and. You know, I hope you all had fun. Uh, we definitely yeah. enjoy this. Yep. Uh, I mean, conversating about random shit is just awesome. I can never get enough of it. Mm-mm. But I know that sometimes you guys do, so that's why we don't try and just do a 24-hour segment. <laughs> I don't even think we'd have the energy for that either. I don't know. I think it'd go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a hell of a lot of editing, too. Oh, I know. I, I can't imagine what you go through. <laughs> Oh, mate. Uh, hope you like the new uh, office slash studio. Uh, we're not in the dining room. New lights. Fixing to get me some lights that's going to go around the top, too. Uh, I've got those in my Amazon cart. Just waiting for funds. Yep. I understand. <laughs> but that is it for Careers Dementia. Uh, hope you guys had a great week or two weeks because we are bi-weekly here on this show um hope everything's going great um i love that you keep continuing to come in and listen and watch and do whatever it is that you do for creators dementia it is amazing and i can never ask for anything better from about the support because i mean i I see the views on youtube i look at the downloads on spotify or 
not necessarily only Spotify, but RSS completely because it shows all the downloads and things are still going pretty smooth. Uh, it's amazing, and I really appreciate it. You're excellent. Yes. Um, so, read his book, Zed Rising, uh, Legion's Dawn. Zed's Wayward Son. Wayward Son. Uh, Tales from Quillandia, Volume 1. Christmas in Quillandia, a rendition of Tales from Quillandia. <laughs> Anything that's got Bradley Botts' name on it, there you go. Uh, uh, but now they're all good. I've read most of them, not all of them. It's, uh, look him up, look at his merchandise. Yeah. And, uh, of course, don't forget Alan's uh, Broken Dagger. It's going to be a complete series. Uh, Lucifer's Contract. It's his first one. so I It's mean, just going to get better for me. Exactly. He's, he's starting <laughs> it. He has started it, and now he's going to be climbing that mountain. And we'll see it, how it goes. It is a long-ass, steep-ass climb, but it's fun. So we're going to continue to do that yep. the whole entire time. Well, that is it. So, appreciate y'all. God bless. Um, like I said, it's been amazing. Until next time. Demented Creators, yeah. out. <laughs>